You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market, and Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430, episode 88, and Phil and Dave's not here, so they can't do their stupid joke on episode 88, so that's good. Um, it's light again, it seems like an ongoing theme, it's it's usually only two or three of us on for the last few weeks, but uh, you know, spring is in the air, love is in the air, all that good stuff, so um, everybody is busy, but through a real, real short leash out to uh, Rocky Stockdale this morning. Uh, he fired me off a message and just said that he had listened to episode 87. He was liking it. And I was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? We, we had someone back out on us um, at last minute. Uh, if you don't come on, we've got no guests. And he was like, well, I think I can make it. So welcome, uh, Rocky, uh, Rocky Stockdale, coming to us all the way from West Arkansas um in the great in the united states of america i was about to say west arkansas in the great state of arkansas which is sort of <laughs> redundant but um mark's coming to us outside of the nation's capital in canada i'm outside of kingston ontario rocky buddy thank you so much for coming on i know we didn't give you much notice um, that's all right man that's that's quite all right I, i'm happy to be here glad i can make it on short notice uh Super excited to join you guys. Loving the content you are doing. So, again, happy awesome. to be here, brother. Awesome, man. Listen, let's start. Let's start this off, and let's let's get right into it. So, River Rat decoy rigs. So, so before we hit this the, the record button, you said you know you're an infant into the into the waterfowling world. You've only been at it six seasons, and and now you've dipped your toes right in. That is, you know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. So, uh, like I said, before we, we went live, uh, six seasons in the waterfowling, man, I, I'm a guy that asks tons of questions, um, learn lots. I've networked, networked, networked. Um, I kick, I picked up on a, on a word you guys used in that last episode about networking. And then I caught one in the previous episode with JJ networking, networking is key and vital. Um, you know, that's, that's what it's about for me. Uh, yeah. you know, so it, yeah. it is what it is. And here we are. Yeah, man. Like, and, and, you know, it, it is like, we, you know, we're into episode 88, uh, tonight we're doing episode 88 and you can ask Mark and, and ask the boys, like when I first come, when I first pitched this idea to Mark and all the boys, I was like, Hey fellas, what do you think we'll do a podcast? We didn't really think it was going to be anything and, and I think we were all surprised when we hit the 50th episode that we actually done 50 episodes but the really cool thing was was the people that like right from the start when we started asking people hey listen we're a bunch of dudes up in Canada uh we just love talking about hunting birds would you like to come on the show and and people did. They were like, yeah, man, I'd love to come on and talk about hunting birds with you. And 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 it was his network. And we knew this guy. And then this guy introduced us to that guy. And and next thing you know, you know, 88 episodes in, and and it's all been um from a from a large point uh because of networking. 
I, I mean, it, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, it's hard to make it on your own. Um, oh, impossible to do it on your own. A hundred percent impossible. And, yeah. uh, man, I, social media has taken businesses, uh, to a whole different level, uh, with the, the internet. I mean, it's just unreal, uh, watching small businesses grow and whether they're successful or grow into giants like lifetime or rhythm, right. You know, that's, that remains to be seen, but, um, small businesses are out there. So, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that, um, it, it, it just takes that one moment in time, right? It just, it's that one thing that hooks that people catches. We haven't, we haven't had it yet. People haven't hooked onto us yet. We haven't seen our big boom and, and the same with you, right? But you bring up, you bring up lifetime, you bring up Rigum, right? You bring up like all of these names that are out there that have been out there for years. They've all, they were all slugging it in the trenches for, for ages, right? And then at one point, at one show, one social media post, one video, something piqued somebody's interest and it just blew up from there, right? And and that's, I, I think what you're seeing now is, uh, and, and this isn't us bragging or, or, or anything like that, but I, I think what it is now is is anybody that, that starts a small business, if, if they have the, if they have the determination to see it through, it, it'll probably succeed. It'll take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you got the determination, it'll probably probably succeed. You won't be a millionaire. Uh, yeah. And I guess, <laughs> I guess uh, what your uh, definition of succeeding is 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 different. Everybody is a little bit different, right? But for oh, yeah, us. For us, I, I think we're pretty much getting close to succeeding right now, Mark, uh, from what we uh, had originally planned. I think we're pretty much hitting the top of, of what our goals were. Yeah, no, we're, we're it's definitely like we've seen like the, the people we've managed to meet in doing this. It's, it's just the amount has changed over time and, and evolves and keeps. It's not that we've met better and better people because everybody is the same, right? It's yeah. that we met different people in like that we'll call it down rabbit holes that we never would have met unless there was some sort of social media presence yeah which which got us introduced to different people who in turn introduced us to other people it's worked out really well man I, I, yeah. like, we never seen it going this way no oh yeah definitely i mean i just i, I mean just here's a, a great example uh just to give a shout out to a buddy of mine up in canada uh greg taylor uh he started posting up uh with uh punisher waterfowl you know and i kind of clicked on the like button started following along and and greg would just keep you know posting up uh podcast this and podcast that and i was just going to work yesterday i was thinking you know what let me turn on this old podcast thing let me give it a whirl and and uh here we are today you know visiting yeah yeah he sent me he actually he sent me a message today and he said make sure you say hi to rocky for for me he said he's a good dude so uh, and Greg, Greg's an awesome dude. Like, uh, Mark, Mark has had Greg do some work for him. We've had Greg do some work for us. He's, he's designed a couple t-shirts for us. He's made a logo for Mark, another buddy of us, uh, buddy of ours, uh, just started, a uh, a jig like fishing jigs. He started right. a fishing jig, uh, business, uh, jacked up jigs, right? Mark jacked yep. up jigs, Sheldon Evans. 
Um, big shout out to him. But uh, Greg done his logo too, so it's awesome. Like it is, like it is. Don't forget Phil's a- logo. Oh, <laughs> and then only only Phil's, and then Phil's only Phil's logo where he's paying people not to uh, receive new pictures of himself. So. Yeah, 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 no, only Phil, only Phil logo. Yeah, so uh, you know, talking about Greg and 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 what he's reaching out to and and folks he's that he's doing work for. So. Uh, I had a pretty cool shot with my dog with a mallard in his, in his mouth. And, uh, so I snapped the picture, uploaded some photos on my, on my personal business page and shared them to my, to my personal account also. And, uh, I was about a day or two later, uh, Greg was posting up some artwork that he had done. I was like, dang, that looks oddly like the the picture I just uploaded. So I, I directly messaged Greg. I said, Hey, where'd you get your inspiration from? And, uh, shot in that picture. He goes, he said, man, I'm not gonna lie. He said, uh, some of that, uh, some of that inspiration came to that picture. I mean, it, it was a collaboration from other, from other pictures with dogs. Right. Uh, and then, and then, uh, I'm trying to, uh, take a page, uh, from a couple different industries. Uh, I'm looking at doing a, a personal mold, you know, so we got, we got, uh, these, these bank sinkers. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, a buddy of mine that, that I hung with, he said, man, he said, you ever thought about doing like a, uh, a custom mold, you know, to kind of separate yourself from, yeah. from looks. So I reached out to Greg, Greg kind of is kind of sketching up something for me. And then I'll look into some custom molds. Uh, I don't want to reveal what that is yeah. just cause, uh, it's something, something in the works, but it, you know, awesome. just a little personal touch on, on Texas rig decoys. Well, and that's something to do with your logo. Oh, 100%, 100%. 100%. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's where, like, uh, uh, like you're, you're not a fool either. Right. And, and neither are, are we like, um, there's, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of, uh, businesses out there. That's, that's doing the same thing we're doing, you know, just trying to promote waterfowl hunting and, and that stuff. There's a ton of, of businesses out there that's doing rigging much like yourself. So the only, like you could be like everybody else, but then you're probably not going to see the success that you want. Right. So you've got to try and you've got to try and make something different and, and try and, 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 and get someone's attention because after a while, people want to see something different. So when right. it comes to like, when it comes to rates, I'm going to tell you, like, if, it, if it's all these little teardrop, if it's a teardrop uh, lead weight, or if it's a, a cool design and I got to pay an extra buck or so, I'm yeah. probably going to go with the cool design just because, you right. know, so, you know, the, uh, I, I'm excited to see, I, I'm excited to see what your, uh, what you got planned. So tell us about, tell us about your rig. So, so if compare it to, to company A to yours and, and you don't have to compare it to an actual, to an actual right. brand name, but, but like, tell us about your rigs. What, what, what is it with your rigs? Uh, man, it, you know, so like I said, I, I'm relatively infant in, in the waterfowl business. Started with those those monofilament monofilament mm-hmm. lines. Uh, memory, the the lines freezing and breaking, decoys floating off. You got to chase them down. Uh, so I got in the shop and uh, did a little DIY stuff with some decoy rigs, um, and they weren't exactly what I was looking for because the cable diameter that I used was. Uh, you know, a little heavy, but they served the purpose. Um, sold some some uh, gear 
to a friend of mine. I said, oh, by the way, here's your decoy rigs. And uh, he's like, hey, do you make these? I was like, absolutely. Uh, he said, man, you, you got you gotta something here. You, I think you ought to make some of these and try to sell them. So I did. Yeah. And, uh, man, I don't, I don't really know what's – I mean, other than a, a small shop business guy making decoy rigs, um, you know, just using coded cable, uh, the memory – uh, isn't retained in these things. Um, the life, the lifetime of, of what you get for what you're paying for. I mean, they just, yeah, I, I don't see them wearing out. I mean, you're going to have to hook up to, you're going to have to de leave your decoy rig tied to a Cypress knob, tie it onto the back of your boat and, and pull your decoys out. And you're going to tear your rig up. That's the only, only way I see you tearing these things up, awesome. you know? And, and, and that's like, we, I, well, you you listened to the episode where I have where we talked with JJ, right? And I and I talked yeah. to him about rigs, and and I said like I I've got rigs right now, like, uh, and the ones I got are driving me bananas because well you like that's some yeah. that's some old ones right there, but like look at her, there's all it's a rat's nest, right? So yeah, right. Uh, and and it's just a pain, like especially in November, man. You're wearing gloves and you're trying, and it's just so that eliminating the the memory uh added a line the, the, you're winning already One, once once oh, you've yeah. done that you're already putting out a, a better a better product than than you know what's out there for a lot of these companies so i think you're off Definitely. to a great start man and and to be honest with you river rat i i like that name like i dig <laughs> that name i really do because yeah. I, I i do i i dig it it was uh man i i saw i started selling these things and i was thinking man let's let's take this a step further. Let's, let's start a little small business. Uh, so I was talking to a buddy of mine over in Oklahoma about some, some business names. And he's like, ah, oh, let me think about it. Cause he's got, he's got an outfit service. And then he also, uh, has some hunt test dogs. Um, shoot, I'll just give him a shout out. Justin Jackson over in Oklahoma boys, uh, money yeah. band retrievers. Uh, awesome dude. Um, but, uh, I was corresponding with him about some business names and, and uh, the thought occurred to me, man, I live next to the Arkansas River, River Rat. Let's go, go with it, River Rat decoy rigs. Uh, and I sent him the message. He's like, man, I love it. So that's where we went with, um, you know, and getting back to these rigs, uh, some of my clients, man, they have had some great positive feedback. Uh, a guy out in Georgia's got some. And he said, I said, I don't know what it is. He said, but your lines for some reason or another, they don't tangle uh, as bad as some of whatever some of the other things he's got with the coated cable. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe I've got something special. Maybe I don't. But yeah. Uh, but, here we are. Yeah, and, and later. yeah, and that's all it'll take, right? It take it yep. takes one dude to say, you know what? I I, I like these. Like, and, and they're not, you know, they're not tangling up. And then he tells somebody else and then bam, bam, bam. That That's the, the awesome thing about down in the States. Like things are um, like your shipping in the States is cheaper than what it is in Canada. Like I couldn't even imagine trying to, to ship uh, mm. rigging uh, across Canada. Like that would be, right. that would be just outrageous. Like outrageous. Well, you know what? shipping's terrible you know for even for us uh and you know you guys were talking about COVID in the previous podcast uh yeah. man the, the usps um they're they're losing packages uh i had a i had a customer in colorado uh had some packages uh well it was just one package but it was like eight dozen decoy rigs eight ounce eight ounce weights and 
it was like a month and a half, two months uh, before it showed up. And I said, look, man, I apologize. He said, man, it, he was very understanding. Uh, he said, it's not on you. You sent me tracking. Yeah. Um, so he was patient with me. He was patient with the USPS. Uh, so I started looking at some other shipping things. Um, got onto Ship Nation, and I, I kind of cut my costs on shipping. So it's kind of helping out. Oh, awesome. Uh, international i don't know yet uh yeah i haven't, I haven't seen anything to, to you boys up north but uh maybe someday yeah wow it's almost like you need a if you ever go that route it's almost like you need a a distributor or someone who could act as a distributor for you or something yeah. like that right yeah that that would be the way to do it i, I, I crossing, crossing the border you end up with all the duties and everything right so you got to find a way to work with that <laughs> as a distributor yeah and yeah and and you know like so i i've got a package coming from from first light um so they sent it out i don't know it was about a it was over a week ago they, they sent me a message they were like yeah we're we're going to send that out uh just need your address just confirm your address and i sent it to them right and i said shoot me the, the tracking information when you get it uh obviously just busy whatever they didn't send the tracking information so i fired them off a message yesterday and I was like, listen, I still haven't received that package. And I, something's up. I can, I know because they're usually super fast. First light is usually super fast getting the product to you, like less than a week. And yeah. uh, it, and it's still stuck in the, it's still stuck in the border. They rolled me back. They were like, yeah, it's, it's stuck at the border. We have no idea why. So right. um, we're looking into it. So it, it man, it, it's one, one day at a week, it, it'll, fly through easy and then the next day it's it's just a nightmare right so oh yeah i i, I don't envy you but when you get uh when you open up your big manufacturing facility and then you need a distributor then then you <laughs> then you worry about getting up north then you worry about and until then don't worry about getting up north buddy <laughs> man you know uh talking about like the big orders so i guess it was about my first year kind of somewhat of a structured business uh, I had a club in Northeast Arkansas, uh, kind of two stories. Uh, I had a club up in Northeast Arkansas on November 2nd, reached out and said, hey, um, what would be the price on 150 dozen decoy rigs? Well, that's a big order, dude. Oh, yeah. So I messaged the guy back. I was like, uh, did, did you uh, mean 15 dozen? He goes, no, 150 dozen. <laughs> So hey, I shot him. I shot him a price. I think season opened up. I want to say the seventeenth, eighteenth, somewhere around that year, uh, November seventh. The guy says, uh, "Let's go ahead and do this if you can get it done." I said, "I'll take the challenge." Yeah. November twelfth. Wait a minute. November. Okay, my dates are a little wrong. I came through with that that order two days before season started, and and uh, man. You want to talk? I took I took decoy rigs to Missouri on my hunting trip, putting decoy rigs together. I was dip bound and determined to get that done. And that's impressive. Dude. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I had to reach out, get a little help, pouring some weights, but uh, yeah, we got it done. Yeah, whatever um, it takes. Hundred and fifty dozen. Yeah, that's yeah. one thousand eight hundred decoy rigs. <laughs> so, and that, uh, that was wow. in your in your own. Do you have a small shop? What do you have? Yeah, I did. I did the work out in the shop. This is before, this is before I had a cable press. Uh, I take that back. I had my cable press for these, uh, 
uh, these crimps. Yep. I, I finally, my cable press or my crimp press was in uh, prior to that, just in the old vice, squeezing these crimps down. But uh, yeah, all out in the shop, hours of the morning. God bless. It was, I was about, I was about done with decoy rigs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the other story, man, so, uh, another club rigs. out in Northeast Arkansas, they, they reached out. Um, they said, hey, uh, we kind of been following you along. Um, we had some vandalism over Christmas. Uh, what are the odds you guys, or you can get us 10 dozen decoy rigs, you know, relatively quick. He said, I told him, and this was like on a Tuesday. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, you guys want to do business with me? Let's go ahead and do this. I'll have them for you Friday. Yeah. And they said, done. Um, so, man, I'm, I'm about customer service. Uh, you guys have probably come across bad customer service um i'm trying to make customer service 100 mm -hmm. the forefront of what i'm doing so uh yeah. that's that club was very appreciative they invited me on a hunt on a weekend um so you know I, i'm not in it for hunts uh but it just happened to work out and they invited me so yeah it, it, buddy take take all of that it is not so much it's not so much to hunt it's the people that you're going to get to hang out with right 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 that's the thing like it, it we we always and we're big believers in it you know we say it at, at every show to surround yourself with good people and and if you continue to surround yourself with good people good things are going to happen to you right if, if you're surrounded by bad people well then nothing good's going to happen so you know you you take you take those gambles and 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 you go out and and on that hunt yeah it was awesome to get out on the hunt like don't get me wrong. I'd love to get out at one of these hunt clubs too, but the people that you're hanging out with too, that's, oh, yeah. that's where it's at. Yeah. You know, you make, you make a connection with these guys and um, you know, you correspond, you get to, you know, next thing you know, your, your friends, you're watching their family grow up. They're watching my family grow up mm -hmm. um, and the rest is history. They say, you know, yeah. And then keeping all that in mind too, if, Cause you seem like we have, we've only talked in a short while, but you can get a vibe from someone, especially after you, we've dealt with a lot of different people. Hey, Damien now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you, you get a vibe from someone you can tell, tell which, which way they're going to go. And we, we've already talked about it. The, the waterfowling world is small. Yeah, right. right? People oh, notice yeah. things. People notice things like if you're going to start trying to pull the wool over people's eyes or, or do anything, uh, you know, you're trying to scam or anything like that. People notice. People aren't oh, yeah. stupid. We've yeah. we've all been through it, right? Oh, so yeah. it it doesn't benefit you or anyone else to do it, and everyone notices. So you know yourself already. You you, you know that customer service. You you appreciate customer service, so you want to deliver customer service. Absolutely. So you, to me, you're on the right track. I mean, that's that's the best way to run a business. <laughs> What is it? What is it you always say, Mark? You always you always used to say something. It takes something about nobody leaves a good comment, but but yeah. they'll always leave a negative comment. So like so the point that I'm getting at is it is such a small world. You you screw somebody over, they will 100 percent let everybody know that you screwed them over. <laughs> yeah, and it just hey, it just circles back around to that network thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, River Rat Decoy Rigs, you know, puts a bad taste in somebody's mouth. Yeah, that's what? right. They got, 
they got a buddy in Kansas who's got a buddy in Iowa who's yeah. got a buddy in North Dakota. Next thing you know, you boys up, up north of the border, you are you are yeah. like ah, this guy's this guy's full of it. Yeah. Well, and and it's and you're it's a hundred percent right because everybody thinks that this waterfowling world, the, the businesses that are in it, everybody thinks it's this huge, massive industry, this money-making machine. And it's not, there's, there's a, you know, a half, there's a dozen businesses out there that, that I would say that are the big names. Yep. They're all fighting for the same piece of the pie. And then there's all the little guys. They're trying to, wiggle in there somewhere but it, everybody all knows every everybody knows what everybody else is doing Absolutely. everybody it's so you know yeah you you customer service you you gotta I, the thing that i find is that if you just be yourself like don't try and hide anything just just be 100 percent honest um listen if, if you're a jerk you're a jerk like it's okay to be a jerk but just, just be upfront about it. Just be upfront about it exactly. <laughs> so that just so that people know, oh, okay, he's a jerk, but you know, at least he's honest and, and he's not <laughs> behind my back or you know what I mean? Like you just just he's be yourself. Jerk. Yeah, he's an honest <laughs> jerk. Like, you know what I mean? You just you just be yourself and, and don't try to don't pretend to be somebody that you're not. Uh, I right. guess. And I think that's that was things that I was doing right from the beginning. First when I started. Punisher Waterfront, I, I thought I had to be like this big shot dude. And, and I had to, you know, I had to have all this gear and, and I had to, you know, be able to travel and, and do this and spend money. And then, you know what I mean? And, and try to make myself look like I was a, a, a big time deal in the waterfowling world, which wasn't the case at all. And people see through it like like that they can see through you in a heartbeat if you're if you're faking it if you're a real deal well then go for it but for me people seen right through it right off the bat and i was like man what am i doing i don't i can't afford the to, to, to do this to act like this so i'm just gonna be me like screw this i'm i'm not trying to impress nobody and yeah, and man. i think it's and i think it's worked out better this way at least i'm still married now <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't uh, left me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, it's nonstop here in our house. My uh, my fifteen year old son, he's he's been hunting with me since. God bless that dude was little little bitty. Uh, when I you know back when I was deer hunting a lot, I, he walked across a six hundred yard harvested cornfield in Missouri. Uh, he couldn't have been four years old, and he was a trooper. Uh, and he's my right hand man now. Uh, do we tangle up? Absolutely. He's a teenager. Of course. Uh, you don't but, know nothing, uh, buddy. They know it all. I don't know. Facts. 100% facts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's waterfowl nonstop with him. It's fishing nonstop with him. It's hunting nonstop awesome. with him. Uh, and Mama, she kind of, she, she has her belly full sometimes. And, you know, so, but... Well. You know, she wouldn't be a mama if she she wouldn't be a mama if she didn't. You bet. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. So I've got a 15 year old too, but mine's of the female variety. So uh, oh. have fun, enjoy enjoy the sun there, 
Yeah, we have three boys. <laughs> we have three boys. Uh, oh, okay. I've got, I've got a pile of nieces, and, and I tell my brother-in-laws all the time, I said, man, I, I don't envy you guys one bit. Not one bit. <laughs> but Uncle Rocky has their backs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's funny. We're, we're heading um, – so tomorrow – Myself, Merck, rest of the crew, we're all heading to uh, to a trade show. Um, and uh, we're going and we're spending the night, right? So one of the other guys, my business partner, Dave, his him and his family are coming and we're all going to this hotel room anyways. So Dave's got a son that's that's about 15 years old. I've got a daughter that's 15 years old. And my daughter's bringing one of her girlfriends with her along on the trip. And I, I messaged Dave and I said, listen, um, you tell Kobe that I find out he's anywhere near my daughter. I was like, you remind Kobe what I did for a living before I retired. I was like, right. I know, I know some things and I have no problem hurting Kobe. And he just laughed. He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, it, it, it's fun times, man. For, yeah, for listen. Yeah, go for it, Mark. For, for the hundreds of thousands of people already watching, I don't have to obviously tell you this. For, for the people listening, if you could see Damien right now, you'd be scratching your head and wondering who the hell this is on the show. Oh, yeah. Because he's Beard. about as baby face as they come. He looks younger than <laughs> Dave right now. <laughs> so he's at about the 10-year-old level now. I know, man. <laughs> um, I tell you, like, so I didn't want to get rid of the beard. I, I really didn't but I really, really needed uh, a trim and I'm just getting over COVID. Right. So I had it all planned out. I was going to go get a nice beard trim, nice haircut before the, before the show down in Toronto. Um, but I had COVID, I had to cancel, couldn't get another appointment and, and the beard, it was just, it was, it was all out of whack. Like it was, it was bad, man. Like it was not a good looking beard anymore. And I couldn't, I couldn't do anything with it. I couldn't tame it. Um, and, and besides I started to get, it was really getting irritated around my lip and on, underneath my chin. So I said, oh, I'll just take a little bit off here, take a little bit off here and just see, I was like, you know what, screw it. And that was my wife's birthday, um, yesterday. So as a birthday present to her, I said, I ah, screw it. I'll just take it all off. And, uh, went straight baby face, went straight did, did baby face, right but it's grow it oh, back. no, no. She's like, thank God. She was like, keep that thing off your face. She was like, she do not like that beard whatsoever. So, but uh, the summertime's coming. So I think I'll, I'll keep it off for the summer. And once, once she starts to cool down, I'll let her roll back again. We'll see. We'll see. But it, it's weird. It's weird. There's no doubt. Yeah. Like it I looks got a, weird. <laughs> yeah. Like I got a pumpkin head now too. Like it's like my face is 10 times baby the size face. of like, yeah. Real baby yeah, face. When I'm fighting a razor and the next thing you know, I'm baby face. I don't even recognize myself. I'm <laughs> instant, 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 like instant five years younger, instant. So. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so listen now, so you got, so you're working on, on this new design for, for your weight. Um, do you have any other like big, like down the road plans? Like you're, you're three, four years down the road that, you know, you're doing your rigging now. Is there something else that River Rat wants to get into? But you're just, yeah. you know, it's, like it's just, yeah. Uh, so the guy that helped me with my logo, um, he, you know, he kind of helped me with a little direction uh, with with branding and stuff. 
um he said you know he said after your decoy rigs he said you gotta you gotta work on something else otherwise you're gonna be stale and the next thing stale gets thrown out um do i have something in the works in the future uh not at the moment um you know the, the decoy industry itself is so overcrowded um is there a guy is there room for a guy like me i don't know uh Lifetime has fantastic decoy decoys. Um, I just made the switch from Dakota to uh, Dive Bomb. I wanted to give them a whirl. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's there's three companies right there that are just just leading leading the industry. And then you have you know you have the great value brands with Flambos and uh, for the guys that just want to have budget hunts. Yeah. Uh, and you know uh, with your episode with JJ, I just don't i don't know how you revolutionize the decoy uh so to speak i mean the foam decoys i mean come on uh, who doesn't want foam decoys um water spotting yeah. birds and your decoys aren't floating off or sinking you know yeah um, like what what else can you like what else like what else is there to do to the decoy that that that'll make a you know a waterfowler go oh that's it i got i gotta have it like what yeah, what, did, what can you do yeah, yeah like yeah. what you know, so you look at you look at, at JJ and Lifetime decoys, right? Like they took that uh, that croc material, which blows me away that it's it's made out of the same material that crocs are made right. out of. Right. Um, you know, but that I think that's as close to revolutionizing the floating decoy. Uh, I don't think you can do anything else. Like I, I really don't like. If somebody comes up with something, like just you're printing your I mean, own money. Right. Short of short of using live birds, I don't know how I don't know how I don't know where it can go, you know. Uh but you know, you're talking about products. I, I've looked at kind of diving into a jerk rig system. Um yeah. but there again, how, how how much more revolutionary can you get than what's already available? Um I, I may toy around around with the idea over the over the summer. Uh, I've got a, some buddies that hunt out of pits and they've talked to me some about some complaints with uh you know, jerk rigs on the, on steel pits. Uh, so I don't know, maybe I've got something that works there. Okay. Though um, so little, you know, just decoy rigs, got a little product line for apparel. Yep. Um, but, you know, you got to start somewhere. Uh, and that's where we're at right now. So, yeah, so, and that's, oh, sorry, go, Mark. Decoy rigs are a good go, though, because uh, unless you're running the ones like you you're producing, they have to be replaced. I always see them breaking and, oh, yeah. and a lot of them tangle and whatnot. And sometimes people just want to upgrade. Like uh, I only got a few dozen decoys, but uh, the rigs that are on them right now are the ones I had and they're on there, but I guarantee they will be replaced because they're not, a, they're not that durable. Right. I know they're not. Yeah. So yeah. That's that, and, and we all agree. Not a bad thing. Yeah. It, it, it's not a bad thing. Uh, the thing, the the way I like to think, so I'm a lazy person, right? Like I, I am a lazy, I will, I want the easiest way to do something every time. So when it comes to rigs and setting up decoys, whatever, however, I can get an extra 20 minutes sleep in the morning so that I don't have to do it out in, out in the blind that I'm all for that. Right. So I'll, right. I'll pay, I'll pay for an extra 20 minutes sleep every morning. So to me, if, if you can come up with something that makes like easy, I tell you what would be amazing if someone could design it is that you just, 
open up a bag and you just go like this throw and and everything just just lands out perfect like how many times and mark me and you've done it a million times how many times have we rolled up onto a spot that we're going to hunt and we were like okay this is where we're going to this is where we're going to be in the boat yeah we'll put the lucky duck right here yeah this will be our whole shot right here birds will come this way yeah okay we'll sit the decoys like this yeah perfect awesome plan sit in the boat sun comes up oh this don't even look remotely like what we were planning it to look like you know what i mean and then you're like and and now it's it's a head game right oh so those bir those birds didn't work it's the decoys we didn't sit the decoys oh, yeah. the way we wanted you know it's just a total head game so um you know like you're into that you're into that rigging world buddy like the, the load that's the one thing like i'm ex-military so load carriage to me means everything right like how much right. weight that i've got to carry how many items I've got to carry, how heavy is it going to be? Um, that is stuff that I find as waterfowlers, we've, I think we're just starting to dip our toes into weight management and load carriage and, and stuff like this. Like you look at the boats now, man. And so a lot of the guys, this is going to be long-winded fellas, I'm sorry, and chime in here, but but like you look at the boats now, so you look at the XLs and the prodigies and all these big boats that's out there now, those boats are designed for it, but you still right. have all these guys that are still going out in their little tinners and, and they're loading up with three and four and five dozen decoys. Like it, it's getting borderline suicidal. What some of these guys are going out with. Right. Um, right. So so I think as, as an industry, like looking at that weight management and load carriage and just being a little more safer. And, and I think that's, that's the next ticket. And you're starting to see it in the clothing lines now. Like, like, man, remember, remember what we, well, probably not so much you Rocky, cause you're only about six years in, but, but as a deer hunter, like you, you were a deer hunter. So imagine what your, your deer hunting clothes were 10 years ago compared oh, to today. Point. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mark and like you and I, we talk about it all the time. Like Mark and I, it's just layers, layer. We don't own anything puffy. There's nothing right. that's thick. It's just layered on top of layered on top of layered. And that's, that's just from our military time. Uh, but so the clothing is starting to pick up onto it. How much more longer now before, you know, there's a new, a new line that's even lighter. You know what I mean? And then, there, the, you know, your beaners that it, everything will come down to load carriage, especially uh, because I think that's the only thing that we haven't tapped into yet within the industry. Right. I mean, you know, but but reducing the weight and that's kind of what a step that I took this year with my own personal stuff, um, just kind of reducing the weight. Uh, but by the same token, you know, some boys they hunt big waters uh and in those big waters you're looking at a little bit more current yeah so you know kind of cutting down on the weight eh, it's a it's a double-edged sword really you know yeah you know where do you cut down on the weight um because you know a 24 inch rig compared to a 12 foot rig just, to, just i mean that that's negligible but you're probably looking at an eight or a 10 ounce weight on the bottom of that line versus a three ounce weight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, 
multiply yeah. that times however many decoys you're running. Yeah. Uh, so I, I agree with you. I think weight management is probably a direction some things are going, but uh, how do you get around that? Uh, it's well, going to be difficult. Well, yeah, for, for the decoy rigging, I don't, I don't think it's possible, right? Because you, you got to have, especially like you said, that big water, you know, you're looking at that, that, that the bigger winds, the stronger currents and just pushing those decoys all over the place. So probably in, in your, uh, in your lane, probably not, not something that you could, it, it's probably not something that's going to work. Right. right. Um, but like, there's still, there's people, there, there's, there's a thousand, there's a thousand dudes in North America right now, guys and girls that are, that are chomping at the bit to get their own piece of the pie that they want, just like you, just like me, they want to be a part of this and they're trying to figure out a way. How can I get, how can I get in there? How can I bring in something new? How can I be the next big thing? And right. man, it gotta be hard to come up with the next big thing for, for waterfowl because uh, I'd agree with that. You know, like, man, like what, what can you improve on? Like, so, so look at the motion decoys. Like there's so much out there now, motion decoys, that I don't even think half of it works. No, half of it doesn't, man. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, 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 am a, I am a believer in the spinner, the, the lucky duck, the mojo, whatever it is that you're using. I, I am a believer that, that that is something that should be in your spread. Uh, but like these flappers and then you know, there's so much motion decoys out there now um yep. the quivers and and all these things man and and half of it don't even work but people are just trying to to get in on to the next the next big thing right and and soon as somebody comes up with something that seems to be popular everybody else jumps on and starts making their own thing right like you look Absolutely. at uh, um you know that, well i mean sw swimmers for example uh you know i'm yeah. running higdon battleships uh i like them they're fantastic, uh, but I'm kind of a DIY guy. I uh, ran into a guy in Kentucky. We've been corresponding back and forth. Uh, he reached out for a hat of mine. Um, and so we've been corresponding back and forth on some uh, DIY swimmers. I mean, are we going to make it revolutionary? Highly unlikely. But uh, is it something that could, is there a slight subtle change that makes that swimmer different than what's everybody out there? I don't know. You're going to have to wait and see because I've got something in mind. Um, That's cool. I, I don't know. So, That's uh, cool. but you're, you're right, man. Uh, how, how do you change it? Um, spinning wings. I, I'm, I'm on the fence with spinning wings. By the time yeah. birds get down here, they're so educated. Um, yeah. I had spinning I, wings. I sold spinning wings. Now I want spinning wings back. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> so. I, so I tell you, I, I've been hunting over a lucky duck for, uh, I don't know, five years easy. Um, and I do, I like it. I dunked one, uh, tore it all up. Then Mark had a spare spare parts, one he gave me. I, I put it all back together, managed to put one back together. And then I hunted, um, this past fall, I hunted over the avian X one. Um, And it might sound silly, and, and it, 
you know what? It, it probably sound it'll sound silly coming out of my mouth, but the wings on that Avian X, um, they spin so much faster, and it it just it makes it makes it look like it's more realistic. Like not that a, a duck coming in is flapping really crazy, but the colors that you see when it's just you know doing that back pedal seem yeah. like it's it's more in line with what the Avian X is doing. So. I was like, okay, so it's cool. So they bought the Revolutions and they've done a, their, their wing is like a, it's like a 3D wing, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So it's sort of yeah. like a 3D wing and, and when it flaps, the colors look, it looks a little bit brighter. So then I was like, oh, well, I, I, I got to get one of these Avian X things because you know what? It's, it's just brilliant. I, I love it. I love hunting over it. It worked and brought birds in. Couldn't, could not get one in Canada halfway through the season like nowhere could not find them and and they weren't cheap like they were i i would say they were close on the double of what a lucky duck was oh goodness good gracious yeah so you know you're definitely paying for it and that's and that's the other thing um you know you gotta you gotta come up with something that everybody wants that everybody can afford and right. that's yeah. that's the tricky part right you gotta there. Come to market. You got to come to market with a good with a good price point. Um, you know, I, I've I've talked with a few guys that, that I hunt with that I know personally. Um, the feedback I get with price points, they're you know they're down with what I'm doing. Uh, they're like 100. Uh, season gets closer, I'll get you some business. Yeah. You know, I'd rather, rather support the small guy, the big guys. They've already made it. Um, you know, and they've got a their their product line is developed uh yeah. for lack of better terms mm -hmm. and they they have it and and they have a product line uh you know i just got a product uh yeah. so you know it, that's where we're at and hopefully hopefully i can come up like with uh avian x with a 3d printed decoy rig that costs <laughs> pennies on the dollar and <laughs> yeah there you go man well and and that's it right you just and 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 it'll happen it'll come one day and it'll be just like you know what? Why don't I try this? And and it'll happen, buddy. I got faith. I know it'll happen because good things happen to good people, dude. And and that's and that's fact, right? That that's just the way. That's just the way the world, uh, the world works. So it it'll happen. I I I can't wait to see what you what what else comes. I I'm looking forward to seeing what your design is on these on these lead weights. That, that's that's uh, gonna be. It, it's gonna it's be. Gonna be I, I bet you. I got a good idea what it is. I think anyways. So. Um, hey, if Greg spills the beans, I, I know. Oh no! Oh no! What will happen with Greg is a week before he puts out your thing, <laughs> he'll post it. He'll I'll post, post it. <laughs> That's what he did with merch. You hear me, Greg? Yes, I'm talking to Greg. <laughs> That's what he did with merch logo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, so I hear you go, you, uh, Damien. You keep uh, talking about the military. Is is uh, I'm prior military myself. Is uh, 0430 are you guys all veterans are you some of you guys still serving or what's so the mark so mark is still serving i'm retired dave is uh dave's no military experience our, our buddy phil is a police officer and our other uh, and our other buddy ryan he hasn't been on in, in a few months but uh he's part of the show as well he just retired uh military okay. mark mark's air force i was army air force myself brother Hey, oh. what's your trade? 
What was that? What's your trade? Uh, air traffic control. Okay, Ooh. ATC, right on. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. That's so, uh, yeah, I, I served from 98 to 02 and, and then got out and to fast forward to where we're at today. Um, and that's that's what I do for a living. Uh, this uh, decoy rig is kind of a side hustle. Uh, yeah. You know, it pays it pays for hunting trips. It pays for uh, it pays for a future Avian X spinning wing, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, buddy, that's awesome. Uh, good to see you. Good to see another vet. Uh, I love hanging out with the I love hanging out with the Americans. It always uh, yeah. it's always good. To, right, good friends who are American vets, man. Like yeah. well, in the in the in the still being in the military and Canadians deal with Americans a lot. Uh, I'm an aircraft mechanic. Okay. And uh, I, I've dealt with tons of Americans and I just love working with them. And, and I love, I've been down to the States to uh, do courses and stuff. And it's usually with Americans and stuff. It's just awesome. Like every, I have no, no bad experiences dealing with Americans when it comes to working on aircraft or, or the military or anything like that. So it's awesome. Right on. We got that. Uh, my best story is when we were in, uh, we were in Kandahar in 06 so so when we when we deploy overseas rocky like we know the date that we're going to get in country and for the most part we know the day that we're going to leave country too right like right. that's usually fairly up front um but when we were in in 06 in in Kandahar, like we we were hooked up with this crew from uh, from 10th mountain that's who we were we were hanging out with those boys had no idea when they were going home. They, they were like, man, we have no idea when we're going home. So the, the funny thing was, is that when you're, when you're eating MREs, like you get so sick of your MREs. And we rolled in, we rolled into a leaguer one day and it was just that ring of steel everywhere. And our vehicle rolled in and I seen about seven privates coming out of seven different Humvees with a box of MREs over their shoulders running towards us to trade because they've been eating American MREs for so long. They want a Canadian MREs. They're like, please give us something different to eat. And I'm like, boys, <laughs> ours are horrible. So if you want ours, I'll take yours all day. Keep them coming, keep them coming. Because yeah, they never came back a second. This is nasty. Uh, you boys in the army, man. You, you, oh my gosh, bless your heart. I don't know what the Canadian Air Force does, but I can tell you right now, uh, <laughs> a lot like the American Air Force. I can tell you that. Even cushier in some ways. It's not yeah. hard. Uh, I'm glad. To, I'm happy to serve my country. Uh, Absolutely. I'm sure you too. Um, I never deployed. Uh, doesn't mean that I wouldn't have had it. I, I, I had orders to Korea uh, yep. with going in and from there. Uh, turned all that down. Uh, Career-wise, is a good choice. Yeah. Um, so I, I never served in a combat zone. Um, all good, that doesn't buddy. mean I wouldn't have laid down my life for my country. Uh, right. Hands right. down, right. would have. Uh, Absolutely. But, uh, man, I, I got a lot of love for veterans. Uh, I've got a lot of close friends that have seen combat. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of... You know, if they need to talk, my ears always open. Uh, time, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, it's a brotherhood, sisterhood uh, with the United States military, and now apparently some uh, some boys up north. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, you better believe it. Uh, we've uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't get the attention that it deserves. How much 
how much, like Mark is saying there, right? How much time he spends down on his trade training and, and working on stuff. It, it doesn't get the attention uh, or yeah, I guess the attention is the right word. How, how often we hang out and work together. Cause like I, when I done my, I, I was a combat engineer, I was a sapper. So I went to, like, I had to go to Fort Leonard Wood to do training, like for, for just to build on my training. So I was like, yeah, go to Fort Leonard Wood for like eight weeks. I'm like, fucking right. This is going to be awesome. I, I'm living on the economy, man, living in a hotel off post. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, and the, and the poor old engineers that were at that school were getting treated like shit. And I was just like, oh, well, boys, I'm going back to my hotel. You guys have fun. Uh, I will not be doing PT in the morning. Um, you guys have fun. <laughs> F you can't oh, tell. I've skipped a lot of morning PT. That's, yeah, the, the regiment, <laughs> the, the, the regimented P, uh, PT in the Air Force, uh, that became a little more structured and required <laughs> after my time. I'm glad I missed out on that. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Rocky, buddy, um, see, I told you. Hour would fly by in no time. You did. You did, yeah. brother. Oh, yeah, man. It, yeah. it happened. This was a great show, dude. Uh, it really was. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, great I guests. Did. I did too, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate it very much, though. Short notice. I was glad I was glad to fill in, uh, get you guys another episode in. Um, fantastic time visiting with you guys. Uh, yeah, I really do appreciate it. No, absolutely. So. Listen, um, let everybody know here right now uh we should have done this at the beginning but i'll make sure that when we when we post it i'll, I'll put all your social media in in the posts and stuff but let everybody know how they can reach you how they can get in touch with you and start start you know ordering yeah, up man. some stuff uh, so I, like i said you know when we kind of started out I, i'm not a, t a very tech savvy person um down to earth hands hands uh, to the ground kind of guy uh so i've got a facebook page uh, you can find me there at River Rat Decoy Rigs. I've got a personal Insta account. Have no clue how to even use Instagram, but <laughs> I probably ought to learn. Uh, we're gonna so learn. right now, right now we're just running on Facebook. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna help you with your Instagram, dude. Because yeah, your well, in, your Instagram your Instagram can tie to your Facebook. So you post on Instagram, it goes Instagram and Facebook. You only right got to on. post once. So we'll, we'll, we're going to help you out with that. We're going to get you I appreciate away. that. I appreciate Not that, that I'm a real much. tech savvy guy, but I do know a little bit. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I do know yeah, a little bit. Uh, direct, direct PMs to me. Uh, I'm usually pretty quick to respond. Uh, of course, I, you know, I've got a full-time job. So uh, when you're talking to airplanes, it's kind of a uh, no, no to answer your phone. Um, yeah. I so, you know, that. if you're catching me, if you catch me when I'm actually at work, I apologize. I can't get to you quick, but uh, uh, prompt service, customer service is second to none. I, I'll go ahead and make that bold statement. Uh, second to none with customer service. Uh, always ready to answer questions. So absolutely. Facebook.com, River at Decoy Roots. So, uh, Merck? Oh man, that was that was a good show. I I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I didn't I didn't know who you were <laughs> before we met, but uh, like you said, it's 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 a it's a big world and a small world too, right? We've talked about everything and nothing in the show. I mean, it's it's gone really well. Like this is this is what I enjoy about doing these shows is meeting people like yourself and 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 us having these conversations because 
it's obviously genuine and we just carry on and do what we got to do and, and I'm, I'm happy to have met you now, now that i met you now you're you're on my radar and you're on you're going to be on a lot more people's radar up this way anyway Big and uh hopefully it, it pays off for you you might have to ship up to canada <laughs> i hope so i hope so yeah. we'll hey, if that day comes we'll figure that out yeah oh yeah, so, uh, yeah. definitely figure it out yeah, absolutely. The, the, yeah, we've got some workarounds up here, buddy. So uh, if, if, if need be, uh, you got my you got my uh, my contact information. You know how to get us. Um, Rocky, buddy, this was this was a great great episode. I can't thank you enough, considering you were given about eight hours notice no uh, to, problem, come, man. <laughs> to come on the show. But <laughs> you know what? You said, yeah, I, I can I can totally make it and uh, and let's do it. So I appreciate it, dude. Um, I think this is the first of many times we're going to have you on the show. I think you you can look forward to a, to another bunch of uh, invites down the road. And uh, I do have to say to you, if there's something that you feel that you need this platform to, to do, don't wait for an invite fire us a message and say, Hey, listen, boys, I'd really love to come on. I want to talk about this. We'll get you on dude. I promise you. Um, so, so don't wait for the invite. Please message us, uh, anytime, we'll do, man. anything we that. can do to help out, uh, cause you're helping us, uh, just by coming on the show as well. Right. So, um, yes, sir. <laughs> excuse me, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 88 of the union 0430. Um, as we always say, we're not experts. We will never pretend to be experts. We're just a bunch of friends that love hanging out, talking about duck hunting, meeting some amazing people, and as always, surrounding ourselves with good people. Big love. Um, St. Patrick's Day. Hope you're all tipping one back. Big love. <laughs>